Hello and welcome to episode two of the Leadership That Last podcast. I am your host, Greg Raymer. On today's episode, we are going to talk about what I believe are the five common elements or attributes of effective and sustaining leadership. But before we get into that, I want you to think about your favorite cake. That's right, your favorite cake. What does it taste like? What kind of icing does it have? What kind of ingredients does it have? I'm going to share with you why I believe that leadership is kind of like cake. Welcome to Leadership That Lasts. Well, here we are, episode two of the Leadership The Last podcast. Again, my name is Greg Raymer. I am your host. Thank you so, so very much for joining me on this podcast and uh, being a part of uh, this new um, leadership movement or encouragement that I'm trying to create uh, here with Leadership That Last. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this journey. Well, on today's episode, I want to talk to you about something that I've come up with and as I've kind of deconstructed, if you will, um, my leadership experience, whether that's been through me being a leader or me being led by uh, really good leaders or really bad leaders and kind of deconstructing what it was that they did didn't have that uh, could have made them uh, better leaders. And so I've come up with these uh, five elements. I, I like to call them five elements of effective and sustaining leadership. Uh, you may categorize them as attributes or characteristics of a leader, um, but I have uh, come up with these and this is just kind of how my brain works. Um, even though I am a creative and a dreamer, I, I need to kind of put things together and give logistics to them. And so when I think about leadership, because leadership is very broad and very wide. There's a lot of breadth to it. Um, I have brought it down to these five elements that I think if anyone has these or works on these throughout their life, uh, they will be a good leader. Um, it's really hard to not... Um, to, to utilize these particular elements, particular attributes, and not be an effective leader. And so uh, before we get too deep into it, um, I do want to encourage you to go to gregramer.com and click on the leadership that last um, tab there. And you will be able to uh, find within that leadership that last webpage a way to download a guide that I created uh, based on these elements. And so uh, it's an introduction to the, the common, uh, the five common elements of effective and sustaining leadership. It's a little bit over 15 pages, and I go and do a little bit deeper dive into these elements. Um, but today on this podcast, uh, I'm going to talk, I'm going to go to a high view of it, uh, but that guide will be helpful for you. So if you download it, it's free. You don't even have to give me your email address or text message number or anything like that. Um, I have it right there. You can just download it for free today, and uh, you can download it right now, actually, if you wanted to pause the podcast, uh, download it, and read along. Because um, I'm going to be re referencing the um, the guide along the way as we do a high view of these elements. So, as we get into it, the five common elements of lasting and sustaining leadership. The reason I had you think about your favorite piece of cake or fa favorite cake um, is because I believe that uh, leadership is kind of like cake. When you think about it, 
Um, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of versions of cakes. Uh, my favorite cake actually came um, out of a creation that my mom had made years ago, probably about a decade now. Um, she she made me a cake for my birthday. She's very sweet and, and generous, and um, she knew that I love banana bread and chocolate, and so she created this cake. It's a layer of chocolate cake, then a layer of banana bread, and then a layer of chocolate cake covered with homemade vanilla icing. And in, in between each layers is the vanilla icing as well. And let me tell you, it is to die for. I love it. I have had it, I think, every birthday since. Either she's made it for me or somebody else has made it for me. Um, or we've had cupcake versions of, <laughs> of that cake. Um, it's a fantastic cake. I love it. Uh, when, when I describe it to people, sometimes they give me a, I'm not really sure about that. Um, but, uh, once they taste it, by and large, people love it. Uh, so that's one of my favorite cakes. I also love red velvet cake and carrot cake. Um, but what is your favorite cake? Do you like chocolate with chocolate icing, chocolate with vanilla icing? Um, do you like uh, fruit filling? I mean, ice cream cake. There, there are just so many cakes out there. And in the same way, there's so many styles of leadership. Uh, there, there are so many different ways that people are effective and good in their leadership. And, and, and so I, I, I wanted to, to talk about these elements because like cake, even though there's all these different versions of cake, um, they all have common elements in them. Most cakes by and large have like flour and butter um, and sugar and, um, oil. I, I, I'm not exactly sure, <laughs> um, you know, all of the different elements, but those are some of the common elements that would be in a cake. So regardless of you like carrot cake or red velvet cake or whatever, um, you're going to have some of those common elements that are going to be in every single, um, cake that's made out there. And so, uh, like cake, um, Leadership is very similar. Um, these five elements are not the be-all, end-all of leadership. There are hundreds, again, if not thousands, of attributes and elements that you can have as a leader, and, and you should have. Um, you shouldn't just constrain yourself to these five that I talk about here uh, in, in, in this podcast um, or throughout Leadership That Lasts, because this is kind of the DNA that runs through um, what I've created with Leadership That Lasts, but uh, these elements will help you be uh, an effective leader. And so let's get into it. Let's do a high view here of these elements. And so I'm just going to name them off to you. Um, it starts with self-care, uh, compassion, service, integrity, and vision. Those are the five elements. Self-care, compassion, service, integrity, and vision. And so, like I said, we're going to do a high view today. And then the next few episodes, I'm going to do like a deeper dive into each of those elements as we kind of use those as the bedrock, as, as the cornerstone for what we'll be talking about here on this podcast and the content that I'll be creating through Leadership That Last. So here we go. Self-care. Self-care. Why is self-care important for a leader? Uh, well, if you're a leader, you don't take care of yourself um, and you're no longer uh, self, you're no longer around, um, then um, how are you able to lead? <laughs> so uh, I, I, this is prob probably the, the most important um, 
element. And so, in matter of fact, when I created these elements, I, I kind of created it as a pyramid. And I'll share that pyramid uh, with you um, at another time or, or probably put it on the website or something. But um, if you think about the pyramid, self-care is at the bottom. It's kind of the first element. And it's the broadest element. So you would have you would put your most energy into that. It's the bedrock. It's, it's the foundation with which all these elements uh, rise from. And so self-care is massively important. If you think about um, the, the analogy I like to tell um, all the time when, when I talk about this is uh, on an airplane, I, I would venture to guess most people listening to this podcast have been on an airplane and you know that before any airplane can take off, it has to go through the checklist and, and, and the flight attendants uh, go through the, 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 uh, the warning if, if the flight, if the cabin loses pressure, air pressure um, within the cabin during the flight, the, the air mask will pop down. And they always encourage adults who are with kids to, for the adults to put the mask on first before putting it on the kids, which, you know, as a parent, I, I may, I, I could see how I would want to put it on my kid first because I want to protect them. But the, the whole point of that is if the parent doesn't put the mask on and it passes out because of lack of oxygen, the kid is going to be more than likely clueless and unable to help themselves. So there's going to be even further distress because now two people are without oxygen, where if the parent puts on the oxygen first, uh, that parent is then able to help the kid. And so that same concept uh, rings true within leadership. And so this first element, self-care, uh, may seem selfish, and it may seem the antithesis to, uh, to being a, a leader, um, of leading somebody, of being a selfless leader. How would you, be, how would you work on self-care? Doesn't, isn't self-care selfish? Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's actually a very selfless uh, to take care of yourself so you can be better equipped to take care of others. And so for me, um, you know, this has been a struggle in my life in regards to self-care as far as like my physical health. Um, I have struggled with my weight my whole life. And this is something that I, I've, I've actually put aside. I, I end up because I spend so much time, you know, helping other people or leading other people or caring for other people, I uh, don't spend time caring for myself. And so my, my weight has gone up and, and my, you know, kind of internal physical health may not be the best that it could possibly be, which will show itself down the road. Um, and so that's something that I need to work on within myself is, is my, is my physical health. And so, um, and I'll get in more into that next week, actually with self-care when I go deeper into self-care, but that's just a, a, a part of it, you know? And so, um, leaders have to be thinking about themselves in a selfless way, uh, to make sure though, that they are taken care of, that they have good mental health, good physical health, that they're learning. They're, you know, leadership is so broad and ever-changing uh, that they need to be learning so they can be able to help other people. And so the first element is self-care. Um, it is 
probably if there is an importance to the elements, you know, if, again, if you see the pyramid and all these build on each other, um, self-care would probably be the most important that you need to spend the most time working on is taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. So the second one is compassion. Compassion is, is uh, you know, the second tier in the pyramid. So um, it's not as broad as self-care, but it's probably it's going to be the broadest um, outside of self-care in regards to spending time being compassionate. So effective leadership is compassionate. Um, if the people that you are leading do not um, feel cared for, do not feel heard, do not feel seen, I'm telling you, they are not going to give you their all. Now, they may give you some. Uh, they may, um, they, you know, they, they need a paycheck if, if you're in a, in a job setting. Um, if you're a parent to your kids, you know, there's kind of, um, there's going to be a hierarchy of hopefully respect. You know, you're, you're a person of influence, a, a leader within their home. Um, so they're, they're going to, they're going to, obey you, so to speak, you know, they're going to give you, um, their t the time of day, but I'm telling you, they're not going to give you their all. They're just going to do the bare minimum. I, I don't care how disciplined you are, how, uh, strong of a person you are. Um, it's, it, it, it there's just something in, in the human psyche that's just not going to give everything they can, uh, uh, to that person. Um, if they don't feel that they, are being heard, that they're being seen. So being compassionate is massively important for a leader uh, to be able to understand the people that, that they're leading. Because if you if you don't, you know, how are you leading? Why, why are you leading? Are, are you are you really a leader or are you a dictator? Because if you don't care about the people that you work with, that work for you, that are within your leadership, that are under your influence, um, how are you going to know how to lead them? Um, or are you just dragging them along uh, on your leadership journey, um, on your dictatorship journey? Maybe um, if you're not compassionate, I, I would I would really have to lean towards you, you might be more dictator than, than leader. So compassion is uh, the second element. A service is the third element. So compassion flows into service. So when you think about it, if you know the people that you are leading, if you care about them, if you know about their lives, if you know about their struggles, if you know about what are they strong in, what are they weak in, you know, if, if you know what they're weak in, maybe you can position them in a different place within the company or the organization, um, in the community, wh whatever your sphere of influence is, you can, you can, you can then move them into a place where they can they can operate out of their out of their strengths or you can give them resources to help them grow in their weaknesses but if you don't know that or if you just see their weaknesses and the strengths as black and white and then if you don't if they if their weaknesses aren't um some if the weaknesses are going against what you need then you get rid of them man that's just not compassionate you're not serving them and so compassion flows into service and so if you know your people you're able to, then to serve them you're able to serve them. Um, you know, I had a leader one time who, um, you know, figured out that the way that I was kind of wired was, you know, I'm a little dreamer at times. And and they gave me space to be creative. 
an opportunity came up to do a side project within within the uh, the company, and they tapped me uh, to be one of the the co leaders of this project. And I had so much fun, and I gained more energy in my job, and I loved coming to work. Um, and it and it kind of broke up the monotony of that particular job that I was in, and I really enjoyed it. And and that leader, um, you know, was able to do that because they were compassionate towards me. They they got they saw me, they knew me, they they began to understand who I was and how I was wired. So they were able to serve me. Um, I, I've had periods of time where I've had really rough, uh, you know, things going on in my life, you know, depressive moments of my life. And, you know, thankfully during that time, I had some really good leaders that understood that instead of firing me or demoting me or, or, or even writing me up, they, they sat me down, they um, gave me time off or they encouraged me to um, talk with a counselor or whatever the case may be, you know, those are great leaders. Those are leaders that care about the end goal. They don't care about the bottom line. And so if you are a leader who is compassionate, then you are going to be a leader that's able to serve the people. Are you, are you giving your people the equipment they need, the resources they need to be able to do their job? Uh, That's serving. Um, Effective leadership believes in service over self. You know, a leader should not, be about themselves in regards to um, what can the people do for them, but really the leader is there to serve the people that are that are that um, are under their leadership. Um, Jesus, you know, came to serve, not to be served. The greatest leader of all time, in in my opinion, um, came to serve not to be served. And so that should be our litmus test for for being a leader is to be able to serve other people. So service is the third element. The fourth element, common element of effective and sustaining leadership is integrity. So again, if you're a leader who takes care of themselves, you're compassionate towards your people, you know them, so you're able to serve them, you can be a leader of integrity. Man, uh, I think this is lost in leadership right now. <laughs> um, you know, as I record this, this is uh, mid-February 2022. We're almost two solid years into a global pandemic here in the U.S. Around mid-March of 2020 was when, you know, the United States started shutting down. And, you know, when times get tough, man, you start to see people's true character. You start to see uh, what they're really made of. And integrity is easy uh, to lose in these moments where times uh, go against what what's normative um, and go against what really anyone has ever experienced. No one, you know, has experienced a global pandemic. I think the last one was in... Um, uh, 1918. And so I would imagine most people uh, aren't alive anymore that were a part of that, or they're probably not really uh, in great um, uh, positions of leadership. But um, so they, they don't understand how to how to do it, how to go through a pandemic. So your integrity is very fragile in these moments. And so we've seen that we've seen that with a lot of leaders. Uh, you've probably experienced that with some of your bosses or you're you're 
work, maybe, uh, maybe you were let go or furloughed, or if you're not vaccinated, then you're not going to have a job or you're not going to get a promotion or you're not going to get your, you're in bonus until you're vaccinated, all those things. So there's a lot of, um, opposition. There's a lot of, uh, things that can break a person's integrity. And so if you're not a person of integrity, if you're not leading with integrity, then you're going to fall to the lowest common denominator. You're going to fall to the easiest path and you're going to ruin all of that compassionate and service oriented leadership. If, if you don't stick to your word. And when I say stick to your word, I understand that you have to pivot. I mean, just even that this pandemic has, has, you know, clued us in that, you know, pivoting and changing course, um, is, is needed within leadership. I'm not questioning that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if you start to change your values um, because you don't want to stand up for something that you believe in or what's right for the company, what's right for the people that you're leading, um, that's, a, that's a massive problem. And so that's something that leaders have to, have to be as, as leaders of integrity because um, it, it's a lost, I don't want to say a lost art, but it's a lost, lost uh, characteristic in a lot of people these days. Uh, people are not leading with integrity. So you must be a leader of integrity because you need to stand strong uh, when when you will face um, unavoidable opposition and hardship because it's going to come. It's just it's just a matter of it's, it's a fact of life, you know, and obviously this last two years have been a pretty high end view of that. So this uh, last element here is vision. And what do I mean by vision? Uh, with vision, effective leadership has a vision for what is now and what is to come. And uh, without a vision, man, uh, you're you're gonna flounder and and go uh, which whichever way is the easiest, uh, whichever way the the crowd is going. Man, I could talk for a long time about what we've seen, you know, in recent. Um, years and recent months with this pandemic and a lot of companies' responses and, and people's personal responses to um, how to engage this pandemic. And so if you don't have a vision, um, you, you're just going to flounder. And so you, you need to be able to articulate that vision. You need to be able to share that vision uh, with the people that you are leading. Um, that vision obviously can be changed and tweaked throughout time. Um, but man, that should kind of be the DNA that's running through you is the vision for your company. Um, because like with integrity, you're, you're going to face hardships. You're going to face moments where that vision is going to be uh, pressed against and it's going to be brought into question. Um, even with me uh, starting this Leadership That Lasts uh, podcast and, and, and website and blog and, and whatever, I've had you know a little bit of pushback from people or just confusion and you know, sometimes it's hard. Um, you you want to be, you know, you want to you want to question <laughs> question what you're doing. But if you believe in something and you have a purpose and you have an end goal to it, and 
um, it's going to help you sustain. That's the you know a big part of leadership that lasts is the sustaining. It's not just being an effective leader, but one that sustains in it, one that that lasts, one that endures in it. And so a vision is going to help you with that because you're going to need it. You're going to need to be able to see um, where you're going, and as things come up, um, as you get attacked, as as you celebrate things. Um, you're going to need to be able to stay true to, to your vision. And of course, like I said, tweak as needed uh, from time to time. But by and large, uh, you, you need to have a vision and a path that you're going on. So you need to be, be able to articulate that to your people. Um, your people should be able to articulate it back to you. Uh, if they don't understand what the vision is, uh, they're they're not going to live it out if it's not a part of who they are if they're not buying into it even if it's you know not obviously not their vision um, but if they're not buying into the ethos of the company or even the family uh, or your community your church whatever it is that your um, your, your community group whatever the thing is that that you are uh, leading that you have influence over um, you know the people around you should understand you know uh, what the overall vision is because that's how they're going to operate within that vision to help the company or the organization grow and thrive. And so you need to constantly be articulating that vision um, to your people and then asking them to articulate it back to back to you. And, you know, obviously a lot of companies have um, visions, have um, vision statements on their websites and, you know, uh, plastered on their walls and everything like that. Uh, and that's great. And, and I'm not saying that your people have to, um, have to recite it word for word, although I'm sure many of them can, but if they get the ethos of it, if they get, you know, the point of, of what it is that you're trying to do, like that's a win. And so you want to be always articulating the vision, um, even if it's not verbatim, but just in your actions and in the ways that you operate, um, you want to be able to have a clear vision because it's going to be that that lamppost uh, that's going to guide you when it's dark. And when the storms come, uh, you're going to be able to have a strong sense of where you're going and purpose. So you need to have a vision as a leader. And so those are the five common elements of effective and sustaining leadership that I've come up with. Um, again, there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, uh, this is just the way that my mind works and the way that I think about things and the way that I think about leadership. And so I've put these together. Like I said, I, I see it also in a pyramid that um, I'll share, uh, you know, at some point with you as well, um, because there's a there's a connection to it. There's a there's a rhythm to to these elements that, like I said, you need to spend more time on your self care than you, on your vision. But your vision is going to drive your self care as well, and so they all kind of like speak to each other. Um, but um, but you need to grow in all these aspects, and and you don't have to necessarily grow. Um, in self-care first um, before you can grow in your vision. Um, but, you know, um, all those things speak to each other. And so with that, um, these five elements, again, are not the be-all, end-all of leadership. There are so many more characteristics, so many more attributes um, that a leader um, is. Um, but like I was saying, with, with your favorite cake, um, there are common elements throughout that cake, regardless of its carrot cake, uh, lemon cake, if it's a chocolate cake, vanilla cake, whatever it is, 
Um, there are common elements, and that's what these elements are with leadership. These common um, elements that I believe every good leader should have, and that if you strive to work on these uh, every day um, throughout the, the rest of your life, you're going to be a good leader. And so uh, with that, thank you again so much for uh, being a part of this podcast, listening to this podcast. Uh, next week, we're going to dive into a deeper uh, view of self-care, and then we're going to follow it up each week with the other um, five elements. And so we'll, we'll, we'll do deeper dives into these elements um, over the next few weeks. And then there's so many more topics and so many more um, podcast episodes coming out. Um, so many things that I want to share with you. Just even this morning, I had a buddy reach out. Um, he had listened to the first podcast and he had some questions that he thought would be helpful if I answered. And so those are going to be some episodes down the road. So that was really helpful. Um, and with that, man, I, I would really encourage you um, to subscribe or follow whatever, however you're listening to this, whether it's on YouTube, um, whether it's on um uh, you know, the Google podcast or Apple podcast, whichever f way that they word it, follow, subscribe, um, whatever it is, would you, would you just engage with it on whatever platform it is that you're using? Um, that would mean a lot to me. Um, and then leave a rating and review as well. It, it, it goes a long way. Um, if you could leave that rating and review, it helps with the algorithms to get this word out. If you think that this podcast has been valuable in these first two episodes to you, um, or that you think it will be valuable, I would love it if you'd share it as well with people, share it on your social media, share it through emails, whatever it is. Um, I just would love to get the word out because I want to bring valuable content to people to help them grow as leaders. And again, this is not just for people who are in a position of leadership, an actual formal position of leader, but just, you know, for the stay at home mom with kids um, as she's leading herself and, and her kids. I mean, this is for, for you too. And so, um, I hope this has been valuable and I'm excited to continue to share this, uh, these things with you. And so uh, looking forward to next week as we dive deeper into uh, self-care, um, the first element of the five common elements of uh, effective and sustaining leadership. Thank you and have a fantastic week and I'll see you back here next Monday. <laughs>